Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, heck, where are we going to start today? Why don't we start with what we were just talking about off the air? Let's uh, let's just go there. Sure. Go ahead. You first. No, you. <laughs> no, you. No, you first. Oh, no, you. No, The no. water's fine. Jump no, in. No, you first. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm going through that door, if you think I'm heading that direction, nah, nah, you're I'll insane. I slip out the back door then. All right. You do look good with a mustache, by the way. Well, I th- my wife hates it because she says I look like a porn actor from the 70s. <laughs> Max Jolene. A fat porn ah, actor. Ah, ah, here I am, Max Jolene. So I, uh, I'm growing the beard back. For, Are you? About a love for my wife. Well, in all the years I've known you, which is about 12 years, mm-hmm. you've done this multiple times. It's a thing with you. I Where shave you it off once. Oh, I like to shave it off. Clear yeah. the, I like to clear the canvas every Nothing now and again. Nothing wrong with that You know at what I mean? Just uh, for something to do. Yeah. It's well, like growing a geranium. I've you know? had one ever since high school. A mustache? A, a little beard. A little yeah, beard. I, I did have a mustache when Nancy and I got married. Right. Because that was the cool thing in 1983. Sure. <laughs> you know, porn actors. But <laughs> you're right. It's exactly what we all looked like back then. But we didn't care. Have no. you noticed that, that this is not this is not hot news at all, but what the heck? It's Friday. Have you noticed that all that stuff is back? Guys are wearing, young guys yeah. are wearing mustaches now. I have noticed. And they're wearing a Fu Manchu is what we used to call it. Right, it right, goes down the, the side. handlebar yeah. thing there. Come yeah, down. Kinda, it's, yeah, and and that's popular again. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I, I keep telling my wife, "Baby, I'm hip, man. Yeah, I'm being, I'm being. You really trendy. are. You're being trendy. And then of course mullets are back too, man. Now you can no, you can have that. That's no, no, I'm not no. Elaine says I, you look horrible. I look horrible. Yeah, it looks horrible. She said looks horrible. Yeah, my mustache. Well, there you what go. You ta- I thought you. I thought you said the other day you like mustaches and you hated beards. <laughs> he, he cut it off Make for up you. Your mind. He cut it off just for I you. I did this for you, Elaine. <laughs> for you. Now I'll tell you what. Her hubby is a boy who looks really good in a mustache. That's He's got a stash going. I, I, I've known him since high school. Huh? Did yeah. He sh- I've known him since- did he shave it off? He shaved it off. You are kidding me. Wow. That's the first time I've known Ralph McMiller without a mustache. Wow, I haven't seen man. This. Son, really? It's gone? <laughs> so he's clean? Oh, Damn. Ralph, grow it back, baby. Come home now. I knew him in high school. That right. boy, he, well, I didn't know that. Oh, oh that's yeah. Cool. No, he's always had one. Anyway, so this is really interesting. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's good. It's fun. Um, we can either start with fentanyl because that's where we kind of left off yesterday. Yeah. And I've got more stuff to say about that. Uh, the Republicans are rolling out their commitment to America today in good. Pittsburgh. So we can talk about that. We can talk about the Yankees and uh, not getting to 61, Aaron Judge. Oh, I, I, you know, I've been a bad baseball fan this year. I just well, haven't watched a lot of it. I'll tell you all about it coming up. Okay. And then, uh, and, and then the old fart, he was wandering around aimlessly again yesterday, shaking hands with air. Was he? I missed that. You know, let's. why don't we just do that? Sure. We'll just get it out of the way. And then we'll do the maybe fentanyl or whatever. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. So he was speaking at this, whatever this is, the, uh, get this, the Global Fund 7th Replenishment Conference. Well, Who cares? Like a, like a party. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets done speaking, and he turns around, and he walks off to the side of the stage, <laughs> stumbling with his hand out. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. And he's got his hand out like, I'm, and then he looks up, <sighs> and he stops, good. and he turns around. And he doesn't know where he is. He's just kind of looking around. (laughs) And the host stands up at the podium and goes, Mr. President, we just, because he's trying to get his attention, Joe, 
over here, Joe. Mr. President, yeah. over here. Hey, he's, pal. He's going, Joe, uh, uh, over here, if you don't mind, and uh, please. Wow. And we just want to thank you. You've done such great work. You're the best president the country's ever had, and so on and so forth. Joe doesn't know a thing the guy is saying. And so it really is in, in a bad shape. Um, and so I looked at several of the videos of, of him doing that, shaking hands right. there and all that, and leave it to the Daily Wire to ask <laughs> a question that I've asked, I'm sure you've asked it too, uh, I'm sure Jack's asked it. Uh, everybody in America's probably asked this question. If Joe Biden were your dad, would you leave him to live on his own? No. Absolutely not. And that's the thing. Nope. Daily Wire writing, if your father had difficulty getting up the stairs, if he fell down on his bike, if he constantly meandered about looking lost, mm -hmm. if he broke his foot while trying to pull your family's dog's tail... After getting out of the shower, right. if he needed cue cards, approximate 48 font, just to know when to sit down, mm. sit down now, how would you react? Biden does all this and more. And, of course, then there's the speech issue, which he blames on a stuttering problem, but it wasn't a problem until he never, turned 76. He, he, he never he had, had a never, never mentioned a stuttering problem in never his whole life. That's right. Never had the problem. Many of his uh, gaps can't be blamed on speech impediment. Because the long-winded stories that are not true, yeah. the Nelson Mandela, I was rescuing him from prison and I got arrested and all that kind of stuff. But now he's gone into shrieking on stage, right? Yelling. Well, the angry thing, yeah. Yeah. That's a sign of dementia. And they bring up, imagine that your dad was running a major company, the big cheese, the top dog, the head honcho. And around him, every time he gave a speech or said something, the other people in the company would come back and reverse what he said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's happening. It's right. happening all the time. Absolutely. <clears throat> and he's tell you know he told American troops you're going to Ukraine. He said the United States might retaliate if a chemical weapon were used and all that kind of stuff. And his aides walk all that stuff back. Uh, and then when Peter Ducey said your aides are walking all this stuff back, he said none of that was ever walked back. <laughs> so no, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. And and here's how the Daily Wire wrapped it up. I thought it was a great piece again because you and I have talked about this many times and asked that very same question. Biden is surrounded by dozens, if not hundreds, of aides, Secret Service, top of the line doctors, and more. We still don't know what he does at Delaware practically every weekend, but it's safe to say he isn't alone. So if Joe were your dad, would you let him live on his own? Would you no. let him live alone? No, I, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, cause I, and I, believe me, I know what that point is. Because I, I, I went through that with my mom, where it's, it's plainly, painfully obvious that you, you just can't. It's not safe. So, you know, would you let that guy uh, live alone in a, an, efficient, uh, an efficiency apartment by himself? Probably not. No way. You know, because he's exhibiting all the same signs that she was at that point. I can tell you no, because I went through it with my dad. Yeah, th there comes a point where it's just not safe. Right. Now, th let's look at it from the other side of the coin, though. That that says something very interesting about the people who do surround him. That's why they wrote it. Yeah. That's why they put that in there. Because they're shoving him out there. Exactly. Imagine, you know, because essentially, let's say they're like the family of an elderly person, and they're still shoving them out because they're making money off them somehow. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, so they brought, that's, uh, first of all, they brought up Jill, who loves the spotlight, right? Remember? Oh, God. She, she raised hell at him until he got that honorary doctorate for her, right? Yeah. University of Delaware. She's a fame hog. She is. And then the kid... Hunter, he's not going to do anything because he's making bang off of it, right? Literally right. and figuratively, he's making money and bang. He's, he, you know, he's he's doing all right. The big guy buys a lot of crack for him, man. <laughs> yeah, that too, you know. Yeah. 
And so he's not going to say anything about, hey, Dad, we probably need to go to Delaware and retire here. You know, you're, you're not looking good. See, loving people would. Wouldn't you? If they, But, the, you know, the Biden family, the Biden clan is a bunch of weird folks. There's a lot of dysfunction there. Yeah. And uh, uh, you kind of, look, and I think maybe you would agree that, that, that you, 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 your family kind of reflects you. Like, like, I think, you know, who I am in the world plays out in, in, in the rest of my family. And it affects them. It impacts them. So if somebody loves you and, you know, you're an elderly person, they're going to watch out for you. If, if you have been your entire life a self-absorbed narcissist like Joe Biden, well, then what are you going to create around you? Self-absorbed narcissists. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so they're all, they're all using great him. Great insight. That's they're right. all using him. Right. Well, that's exactly right. Um, and so and we've all people our age have all been in the situation, I'm quite sure, of having to turn around and start parenting our parents oh, is yeah, what it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's many times it's really uncomfortable to do so. Most of us have been in a situation, our, our, our age group, been in a situation where we've had to take the keys away right. from an elderly parent because you don't need to be driving anymore. Right, right. I'll, you know, I'll just let a little insight into our, our situation when we made the decision with Dad that he needed to be an assistant living. Uh, he was in on the decision, and then shortly thereafter when we made the arrangements and got everything moving in the right direction, he changed his mind. He didn't want to ah, go. Yeah. And so uh, I was a butthole for. <laughs> he called me. That, he called me that for for sure. facilitating that because Nancy and I were the ones that went out facilitated, found the place for him to go and all that. Well, he was there for a month and he called me in and he said, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry that I was a butthole to you. Mm-hmm. I was the butthole, not you, because you were right. I needed to be here. So, yeah, it's, it, but it's, it's difficult. It's hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. But listen to this and tell <laughs> me. Let's go back to the original question. Listen to Joe Biden right here. We're putting people who have been left behind in the past or couldn't be, couldn't have been lifted out of anything before. Okay. So (laughs) should he be, like, you know, running the country? No, no, no. You are are a wordsmith. I am, too, because I studied the language and I read all the time, but you actually write the language. Jimmy, let's do it again. This right here. Go ahead. We're putting people who have been left behind. In the past, or couldn't be, couldn't have been lifted out of anything before. Does that make any sense in the he, English language? I can see what he's trying to say, but what he's thinking is not making it out through his ability to speak. Exactly right. You know, he's trying to talk about refugees and people getting out of you know a crummy situation by coming here, basically. But it's it's if you take it at face value, it's pure gibberish. <laughs> Right, and you know. that, and that's not the anomaly anymore. No, it's you the know, norm. If, if that happened, see, here's the point: if that were to happen every once and again, but, no, no problem. Th- th- that's the way he speaks now. Right, the anomaly is when he puts together a coherent sentence. Yeah, that's yeah, the anomaly. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're dealing with. So, well, and it's the, I, I hate you know because I do think he's a horrible human being because he's always been a horrible human being. Correct. But it is kind of sad to sure watch so many people using absolutely this old man who obviously, in my opinion, has some level of dementia. Absolutely. And decline. Yes, sir. And they're just shoving him out there, man. Right. Right. For their own purposes. Yep. Be- yep. Because absolutely. the real president can't run for a third term. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I, I concur. <laughs> we'll take a break. Be right back. More Warren Rhyme at KTSA. And online at KTSA.com. Do you like hot chocolate? Nah. Not much of a hot well, chocolate fan. I just watch way too much Hallmark Channel, and I just kind of turn me off to hot <laughs> chocolate forever. 
I meant these guys. <laughs> oh. I'm not very musically. No, I was, I was this is hot chocolate. Yes, yeah, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah, that's hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. And uh, and of course, he named himself. It's a black dude. He's, he's no. passed away. He passed away. No, it's not a black dude. But that's what he called. I was thinking it was a bunch of honkies. <laughs> called, like the average white called, man. Called hot chocolate. You're right. <laughs> who, knew, who knew they were black guys? Sorry. I think he was the only black one. I think the rest of them were white. Yeah, Is that true? The whole band was white. He was the hot only black. chocolate. So the, he was the hot chocolate in the, in the middle of the in the middle of the marshmallows. And he, God, it's Friday. I'm going to call myself white chocolate. Thank God it's Friday. Yes. Holy geek. We got Jesus. two hours sleep last night, so I'm kind of sleeping. You couldn't sleep. You were having some shoulder pain. Yeah. It was keeping you awake. So you're going to be ridiculous by uh, by the time we get to 9 a.m. Already. Um, have you noticed the word of the day in, as far as immigration is now decimated? <sighs> Trump decimated the uh, the, the immigration <sighs> policy. Yeah, Jean Pierre, uh, Karine Jean Clouseau, and oh. that dumbass Kamala. They're they're both. They, yesterday they both used the word decimated. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, let me see if I can bring up the actual quote here from uh, Pierre. <clears throat> uh, she was on the View, mm-hmm. uh, which you know. <laughs> As we both have been saying for a long time, that's been making women look stupid for about twenty years. And I had the I had the audio, but I didn't even give it to Jimmy because it's just it really is nonsense. Well, here's what you nonsense. It, it is so inhuman, inhumane because while we're trying to fix a problem that was decimated, an immigration system that was decimated by the last administration, blah blah freaking blah, and then Kamala Harris, uh, I forget where the hell she was yesterday. Uh, under the previous administration, they decimated. A system that was designed to... Talking points. But, see, that's the thing about Democrats. You have to give it to them. They stay on the talking points. Decimated. They they, they get a certain phrase or a certain uh, bunch of talking points. They all stay on point. If Republicans did that... I'm sorry, they'd be much more successful. Well, hopefully they will as they're rolling out their you know thing for America today, their contract commitment to America that today. That is today, right? That is today. They're going to be doing do it know what time they're going to do? They're, they're in gonna... Pittsburgh. It might be during your show. That'd during be your great. Because um, I'm lazy today. I'll just run Yeah, audio. just <laughs> bring that up. Let, let's talk about why they're doing that, though. See, now they are, for, for how long now? We've gone 18 months of the Joe Biden administration, something like that. And all they have said is there's no crisis at the border. Remember, there's no problem down there. There's no crisis. Right. I don't need to go, Kamala said, because there's no crisis. Joe doesn't need to go. There's no crisis. They would not use the word crisis. Right. But now that the border has been taken to New York and D.C. and Martha's Vineyard, now they have to admit there's a crisis. Yeah, they can't get away from it. And so they're not going to take the blame no. in an Orwellian fashion Oh, Trump broke it. It Trump and the Republicans, and they they not only said Trump, they said the modern Republicans too. Right. And what was so stupid? I mean, uh, the whole conversation was not only blaming Trump, but blaming DeSantis and Greg Abbott. <laughs> but you see, the, the one thing how did about, they break it? How they did they break the board? Unless Peter Ducey's sitting in front of you, they don't have to worry about anybody going. How did he do that? How did Donald Trump decimate the immigration uh, policy? Because of this Joy Behar's not going to say that. No, Whoopster's not going to say that. No, she's an idiot, right? So th- they're going to sit there and go, "Yeah, exactly <laughs> right." And all it is is Orwellian. You know, if it we is. tell this as the truth, we tell the lie enough times, yeah. people are going to buy off on it. So yeah, Trump broke it. DeSantis and 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 uh, and Abbott are the ones in office today that are breaking it, and we're trying to fix it. 
Well, and and again, you know, they, they, if you're going to repeat a lie over and over again and have it stick in the head of your average Democrat voting moron, you must use the same language over and over Correct. and over again. You can't dice it up. You can't have everybody giving their own interpretation. What does this say? Stay connected. There's KTSA. a sign right behind right. us. It says stay connected. And the reason that marketers use the same language over and over again is because you drill it and drill it and drill it into people's heads right over and over again. well it's like the orwellian thing remember uh, uh I, when uh, you know they would shift who they're at war with uh one day you know they're at war with this country then it's we've always been at war with east asia in other words last week we weren't right but we're telling you now and that's the truth let you believe last week we were at war with east asia it's like just like, same thing you know what donald trump decimated our immigration policy and that's why we have this problem although the border was sealed up under him right? there, there, it was totally yeah, controlled it was it was maybe a trickle of illegals coming through but nothing, nothing compared like to what we are now yeah eight thousand plus a day Holy every day crap and many many tons of fentanyl coming in here and we'll, we'll talk about that next hour but but what they have to do now that now that DeSantis and, and Greg Abbott and, and Ducey out in Arizona and, and, and even the Democrat mayor of El Paso, now that they've forced their hands by sending those people to these liberal enclaves, now they have to admit there's a problem. But no, it's not our fault. We didn't do this. They did. Trump. De- you have to wonder how these talking points come about. Like, who are the people in that party or that, that movement who get together and decide this stuff because there has to be you know a leadership that that comes up with this stuff because it's uniform i have a little bit of insight in that uh, oh, yeah? because yeah I, I did a series of shows from dc years ago and we investigated that where where does this get started you know the mm-hmm. orwellian speak how does that happen these words are tested in focus groups <laughs> wow and what they do is they have marketers on staff and both both sides do it but they have marketers on staff and they come up with these words, and they, they can turn them around in a heartbeat. Like, you know, DeSantis or Abbott can say something, and they can take a word out of that, and then immediately they're ready to go, and they call in a focus group. And a lot of times now the focus groups are done online, but get, it, get everybody in a room, and they test that word. They check it to see. Just remember, it's not a lie. If you believe it. There you go. That's a great line. Thank you, Jimmy. That's exactly right. So that's how they do it. And then they, they whatever word tests well, that's the one that goes out to everybody, mm. and it's done by email, and this is what you say. And they all do. And they all do it, though. But that's, you know what, though? That's very smart. Yes, that's, of course it, it is. It, 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 you're right. It's a marketer's uh, uh, way of going about things. If Republicans were more in line with that, I, I do. I think they'd be much more successful, even though I hate that the Democrats do it. Right. If you did it with the truth, the actual truth, right? Like you say, there's there's like three issues: immigration, economy, and, and uh, crime. With, and crime, yeah, are the three biggies. Okay, they need talking points that you just hammer over and over and over and over again. But they won't. That, that, the problem is they won't. Do That's it. why two weeks ago, while I agreed with Lindsey Graham on the 15 week abortion thing, right? Now's not the time. No. Just leave it alone. No. Talk about 
the economy and the fact that when you buy groceries, you can't afford them anymore. You're going to have a very cold, cold time in your house this winter. Talk about that. Talk about how inflation is just killing everything right now. Talk about how crime is rampant on the streets. Yeah. The streets aren't safe. And, of course, talk about the border. Hit talk, the big nothing three. else. Don't talk about nothing else. Nothing else. There'll nothing be plenty else. of time for that later. Yes. If you're successful in November. That's exactly right. And the only way you're going to be successful is three talking points. Mm-hmm. Intro, three points, and a conclusion. That's what every sermon so I, is. That's all I got to do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Intro, three points in the conclusion. Back in a minute. More Ware and Rima coming up. Ware and Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. Happy Friday, baby. Happy Friday. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, make some notes based on our discussion yesterday about fentanyl and the open yeah. border and everything. I just want to kind of run through some of these notes, sure. get you to riff on some of the stuff that's been in my noggin about sure. this for quite some time. Yes. Exponentially more young people not a few exponentially more young people are dying from fentanyl than from the school spree shootings exponentially more yet there is silence from biden and the democrats what's the first thing they do when there's one of these spree killings at the schools they jump up and they start screaming about guns we got to get the guns we got to take the guns away the guns have got to go right not one more child should lose their life not one more Exactly right. More gun control, more gun control, right. more gun control. We have to protect our children. And we got to take the guns away from you law-abiding rubes out there, you hicks and rednecks. we got to take your guns away because you are responsible for these kids dying. <laughs> right, but exponentially right. more are dying from fentanyl poisoning. Not one word about the border being open. Not one word about the cartels. Not right. one word about China. None of it is being discussed by any of these people at all. It's like, it doesn't, it's like it's not happening. I mean, and, and you, you would expect to hear, hey, our children are dying. It's time to protect our children, not one more. And they act like it's not going on. Why? Because that would reflect back on their own policies. Correct. It goes right back to them. They would be implicated in the deaths of all these children, and I'm implicating them in the deaths of all these children. Yeah, they, they love to uh, uh, rock the line. You know, you got blood on your hands. Yep. When I talk about gun control, they said it about Uvalde. Yes, they did. Pro gun nra and pro-gun republicans have blood on their hands well you know what baby you got all this blood on your hands and it's exponentially more than those right. who die in classrooms right Seventy-five thousand people between february's and most of them were young people and then from february till now we know it's grown right right we also know that the cartels are using well like example, Percocet. ABC's got a story this morning. Young high school age football player had an injured back. He went online. He ordered him some Percocet. Guess what? It wasn't Percocet. Mm. It turned out to be fentanyl. He took it. In 15 oh, minutes, God. he was dead. The, these stories are repeated many, many, many times throughout the youth of our country right now. And you would think that if a nation and a group like the cartels and a nation like China have declared war on our country, that we would take a war footing. What happened? What would happen if China were to launch a missile into Los Angeles and killed a hundred thousand young people? We'd go to war. Yeah, damn right we would. We would be. Well, we'd be after them right now. I think you're right. I think we already are at war. And I, you know, I, I was a little late to that to that idea because you had been saying this for a while that China is is doing this to kill Americans and to kill children. And my thought immediately was, well, the cartels wouldn't want to kill off their customer base. But then we talked about it yesterday. 
perhaps what's really going on is that China is just paying them buttloads of money just to get it into the country. Correct. They're not making the money. The cartels aren't making their money off the selling of fentanyl. They're making it from China to just get it in here. Because yeah. that's the only thing that makes sense about about disguising it or making it look like candy, is right. you want kids to eat it. So in the past four years, they have launched two weapons of mass destruction yeah. on the American wow. people. I hadn't thought about it like that. So in 2019, it was COVID. Yeah. And going on right now, it's fentanyl. Those are two weapons of mass destruction. And uh, more than 12 attorneys general from different states have been begging the the Biden administration to declare fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction because that's what it is. Yeah, there's no other way it makes sense. The response has been crickets. Of course. No sound at all. And here's another thing that I thought about. <clears throat> we go through, and I know you don't fly all that much, but you do. You fly. Yeah, I have, yeah. And, uh, but if you go to the airport right now to fly somewhere, you're going to go through more security checks at the airport, meaning you've got to go through screening, you've got to you know, take your shoes off, they've got to look in your bag, they're gonna oh, ex- yeah. sometimes they're going to x-ray you, you put your hands above yourself, they x-ray you. Sometimes they pull you over the side and give you a feel up. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're going to go through more of that at the airport trying to get on an airplane, and you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen of this country, of the United States, than the people at the border. There's that's no, an interesting point because that's absolutely true. There's no checkpoints down there for that. They're just walking in. I, don't even, I mean, I don't, I'm not even sure I understand what they process because they, they get processed somehow. But what does that even mean? They if get a piece of paper. If they're coming in with no documentation, no ID, which most of them are, right? Correct. As far as I understand, they have Correct. no documentation whatsoever of any kind. That's right. So what are you processing? You're just having them sign a paper. Tell them, tell me your name, and then sign this paper, and that's got to be it. It's got a court date on the paper. What else do they have? That's it. That's all there is to it. That's that's exactly what it is. And so it's all on the honor system. Now, try going right over here to the airport and let me get on an airplane with the honor system, <laughs> right? Hey, you guys, we're good, right? Look, yeah. it's all right. I, I, I promise you I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, we good? All right. And so how did all that security at the airport come about? Well, we had some, but prior to 9-11, we certainly didn't have what we have now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We had some, but 9-11, man, you had to take off your shoes. You're, you're limited to three ounces of a liquid that you can mm-hmm. carry on. You can't take on a pair of scissors, even if they're blunt-nosed scissors. You can't take any of that stuff on, right? right. And 9-11 killed 2,900 Americans. It was bad. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But we put into place all of that. We put into place the Patriot Act. They can go to a FISA court. They can look at your business. Mm. They look at they look at your bank account to see Collect what you're metadata with. metadata and all that. Yeah, right. they're looking at all that stuff. And yet, we have all this stuff coming across the border. You're going through more security, although only 2,900 were killed on that day. And I'm not besmirching. No, no, I'm yeah, saying it's a big number. But but we've had 100,000 in one year die, and then however many more have died since February. And we don't do any security checks at the border. You don't have you don't have uh, metal detectors. Well, because that, that would be racist, Trey. Right. Huh? Then you're being a xenophobe. I went to concerts the past two weeks at the AT&T Center, man. you got to go through a metal detector well, before I'm, you walk in. I imagine you do. You do. So, wow. You, That's you, an excellent point. You got that. And, and finally, um, the last point I, I just wrote down and was just rumbling this around in my head. The Biden Democrats are claiming that Republicans are terrorists when the parents go to the school boards. And all that. They're claiming that, you know, we're... Republicans are a threat to America. They're a threat you and to I are a threat to democracy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
and I'm kind of you know I'm fine with that. You can call me whatever you want to. The the guys who uh, who uh, brought about the revolution in this country in, in the seven, late 1700s they were considered pretty <laughs> revolutionaries at the time too. Yep. So yep. fine, whatever you want to call me, you can call me. They don't say a word, however, about the people who are actually the real threat to our country, killing an entire generation of our kids. That's the real threat. But instead of that, Joe Biden and the Democrats look at American citizens, law-abiding, working, paying taxes. They're the threat, not the cartels, and certainly not China. Well, well, there's two reasons for that, and you know what they are. One, this is all politics. Mm Mm-hmm. And two, in their political minds, Democrats can never, ever be wrong. So they have to act like their mistakes and their bad policy is somebody else's fault. They're that kid that you know we all knew in school who was never wrong. Jimmy it was, did it. It was always you or you did it. Jimmy they, they, did it. Jimmy did. They can never be wrong, and and that's how they and that's like with the marketing stuff with the talking points. That's how they operate. Right. We are never wrong. We it, the minute you start accepting blame for something, then the reality of what you messed up becomes a truth, right? Yeah. So you have to act at least. You have to pretend like, and you have to actually state. Yeah. Nope. Donald Trump decimated that border. Right. We're trying to fix his mess. Remember, Obama said that for sure. eight years. Sure. Obama was still saying that about Bush. Like into his seventh year in office, he drove the car into the ditch. Right. I had I had to pull the car to get in the car, oh, yeah, pull it out of the ditch. Would have accomplished a lot more if I didn't have to clean up the last right. guy's mess. You know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So well, that's, so that's how their that's how their collective mind work. So uh, DeSantis yesterday he says, "Here's the deal. Here's here's how Florida is going to treat China, Venezuela, yeah, these other countries." This is badass. <laughs> he comes up and he says, "Here's what we're going to do." I, I can't control the private sector, right? They can buy whatever they want to with China and all that kind of stuff. But as far as the government is concerned of Florida, we're not doing business with China anymore. No, I, I think that's great. Can Good you imagine him. if all of the red states did that? <laughs> It'd can, be great. Can you imagine if the federal government, if Joe Biden, well, he's not going to, but if Joe Biden were to say the federal government of the U.S. is not buying another thing from China until they stop the fentanyl. That fentanyl would stop immediately. You know, that would be a Trumpian move. That's precisely what he would do. He would say, you know what? No more Chinese. Do- we don't do any business with you at all starting now until you stop sending this fentanyl to our country. Yeah, you don't have to shut off what people are buying. You can still buy your prescription meds from them. You can still buy your TVs from them. But as far as the government is concerned, we are not doing business with these guys anymore until they stop the fentanyl. You're right. They'd stop it in 10 minutes. Because that's the only thing that shakes them up is the is economics is the flow of the money flow from us from us <laughs> right you know it's one thing well, it's if, like a damn purse i bought you know came all the way from china right <laughs> right i'm i actually just helped the commies out by buying that damn purse but point being if we did that that fentanyl that fentanyl flow would stop immediately be over with yep so you know they get all upset when these school shootings happen and we all do it upsets sure. every one of us but exponentially more children are dying from this fentanyl. So if you're going to yell and scream about gun control, Democrats, quit being hypocrites, yell and scream about the fentanyl that's coming across the border Uh, killing chills. Here's the problem. Hypocrisy is their policy. Well, that's true. (laughs) Good place to end it right there. More Where and Rima coming up, KTSA. It's Friday. And it's the 23rd, so what day oh, yeah. is it today? <laughs> well, I got we have some good days. I just happen to have them right here, Trey. All right, pull them out. 
You're you're this. You're gonna love this one. Yay! Tra- Don, I don't know if Don's listening. That you're Don. Tra- this is gonna be Trey's favorite day of the. It's celebrate bisexuality. Day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you look forward to that all year round, man. Swinging both ways, baby. That's right, man. Swinging both ways. I don't care who the hell you are. ACDC. <laughs> well, it's also the first day of fall, first day of autumn, yeah. which I love. It's yeah. my favorite time of year. Yeah, and it's going to be 99 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Welcome to Texas. Yeah. Uh, now, this, I actually deal with this on a regular basis. It's Restless Leg Syndrome Awareness Day. Seriously. Do you get that? No kidding. I hate that, man. I, I had it the other night. I, I, it's not a condition with me where it's all the time, but I laid down, tried to go to sleep the other night. I was kicking. You know? I hate Yeah, it has to kicking. Me. Like, And uh, there's one more. All right. Lay it on me. Go ahead. Is it better than Bisexual Day? <laughs> God, I don't know, it must be. It's <laughs> you saved it for last. It's got to be good. I don't know if I can even say it. You, well, if you can't, then don't. It's <laughs> National Snack on a Stick Day. Snack on a Stick Day? <laughs> so That's one of my favorite days. Why didn't you include that with the first one? I don't understand. Snack but yes. on a stick. So go snack on a... I'm sorry. <laughs> do, you have, you looking? do you have a favorite snack on a stick? Do you like shish kebabs? Corn dog. Corn dog. Really? I like a corn dog. I, I love corn dog. I have not had corn dog in forever. Yeah. What's your favorite snack on well, a stick? Does 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 ice cream does Well that sounds really weird. Does ice cream count? Well sure. Of oh course. man, Eskimo pie on a, on a stick, man. Those are good. Oh yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. James, do you have a favorite snack on a stick? I'm I'm like on the corn dog on team. Corn dog team, all right. Yeah. Honey mustard, not ketchup. I have not had a corn dog in forever. Let's go get some. I love corn dog. Hey, Jimmy, while we're doing the news, will you just run on down here to the 7 Eleven, pick up some corn dog? Corn dog. There's a corn dog. Yep. Executive order. What Executive Don, what, order. That's what, right. What does Don eat? Like kale on a stick? Do you eat like, like <laughs> lettuce? Like, like, like uh, broccoli on a stick? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I go for the occasional candied apple. Peas. Yeah. Peas on a stick. It's a little stick. <laughs> Like a toothpick. It's like an hors d'oeuvre. It's a little bitty tiny stick. There's a a vegan option at Fiesta. Here's a pee on a stick. (laughs) It's just like a little pee on a toothpick. In keeping in in the Fiesta spirit, it's deep fried. So, you (laughs) know, you get pee on a stick. You're going to love that. Soaked in cheese. I like frog legs. They put frog legs on a stick. I don't well, think they of course do. they would. If you go downtown the Riverwalk, they'll put anything on a stick down there. <laughs> See, now I thought when you said it was snack on a stick day, I thought you actually had the snack on the actual I, stick. That's what I was thinking right. too. I, uh, right. Why you always got to take it to Dirty Town? Don? I wasn't you taking know, it to Dirty Town. No, I did I heard the intonation in your voice. Gnawing on a branch off the tree or something. Come on, we all know what you meant. God, it makes me think of Chicka Stick. One of my favorite candies. Chicka Stick is one of my favorite candies of all. Have you ever had it? No. Oh, baby, chicken stick is one. I'm going to get you a chicken stick. Yeah. Chicken stick. Yeah, change your My life. wife likes jamoy on a stick. Oh, does she really? <laughs> chicken stick. I hate that crap. Chicken stick will stay with you forever. White people love oh, chicken stick? Yeah, because yeah, it gets lodged in between your teeth. It sure does. Yeah, it's a like lot of bar- things do. <laughs> Back in just a minute. More Weird Rima coming up. KTSA. The Red- News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. What day is it? Friday! Yeah! Friday! Yeah! I loves me some Fridays! You should be saying that with orgasmic delight! You know? It's oh, Friday! Oh, God, it's Friday! See, there you go. Uh, uh, 
because uh, <laughs> I'm the one who's depressed on Friday and happy on Monday. Because right? you love working. I, I love working, too. Yeah. But I love sleeping my ass in on Friday, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, too. You sleep till about 11, you were saying? I, I try to get up before 11 because I don't want to sleep the whole day. I would stay in bed till 2 or 3 if I could. Right, right. So i got to force really? my... I, I Have love, you ever done that? On the weekends? Yeah. Back in the old days, yeah. on many occasions, okay. I didn't get up till three or four in the afternoon. Wow! But that was for different reasons. Yeah, I understand. But uh, um, no, I I I like to sleep in, you know, and uh, but again, I try to get up between ten thirty and eleven. But I stay up late. I'll yeah. like tonight. I'll probably stay up and watch TV in the dark while my, my wife goes to sleep, and I sit up and watch Pastor Stephen Furtick on yeah. TBN till right. like till like uh, three in the morning. Not me. I'm, I'm usually up <clears> at three on the weekend. I get up midnight during the week and three on the weekends. I know. Yeah, Nancy gets up at five forty-five, and I get everything ready for her to get up on the weekend. So she's got what's, coffee. What's wrong with you people? I don't know. Five forty-five, and you get up at three. You three. maintain. You maintain your schedule basically. Basically, three I, well, is sleeping in for you. I yeah. Oh yeah, that's a late day for me. It's a late start. <laughs> three a.m. Now, what time do you guys like on Saturday night? What time would you say you, you probably go to bed? Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on what's going on. Sometimes we we'll have some friends over, you know, and it's a little bit later. But they have all my friends know that sometimes Trey just disappears and. They're like, where did he go? He's in the bed. It's 7 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock. <laughs> Trey's in bed, man. think he is? Wow. For the last two weekends, we had those concerts. Oh, right, so right, I was right. really pushing it, man. It's like, hurry up. Y'all quit. You know, get to the last song, would you? It's 8.15. <laughs> I told you, I used, Fridays used to be our, we'd go to Chewy's, and we had a crew mm, that would show, yeah. show up at Chewy's, and we'd stay there till like midnight on Friday night. Which, I, I remember because you, you invited me out if you died. I never all made the time, it out there. Like, yeah. Sean, come on. And uh, but then I realized I was up twenty four hours by midnight on Friday night. That would be twenty four hours straight. And you know when you're fifty nine years old, as Don calls me, damn near sixty, you don't do that anymore. Yeah, well, you know it ain't the years; it's the mileage. That's right. Remember your Indiana Jones. So let's talk about uh, the nursery downtown, Otis City Council. And uh, oh yeah, let's get we? into that. Let's shall do we? that because this story, Gilbert Garcia, writing over at the San Antonio Express News. About uh, Councilman Mario Bravo, who's been on the show a couple of times talking about the the center on the uh, downtown uh, migrant center. Uh, but just a little background on the story. Um, he had a romantic relationship. He's District 1 City Councilman. He had a romantic relationship with District 7, Anna Sandoval. The newspaper, see, get this, ugh. The newspaper says romantic partner. No. Romantic partner. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend, not That's, romantic partner. That was partner. girlfriend. Yeah. Romantic partner. They're, They're not see? running a tire shop together. We're getting rid of all of the genders, baby. Yeah. All Rom- the genders. Romantic not girlfriend. Partner. Romantic partner, Sean. Oh, come on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they had made a deal or something that she was, according to the press here, that she was going to back this thing that he wanted to do, which I shot him down on on the show. Which was a climate thing or something? Yeah, well, but they're bo- they're both radical environmentalists, and that's what they did before they got into city council, right? Oh, this was about the uh, CPS uh, stuff. What the, the yeah. Bo- yeah, right, okay, right. right. So, returning it back to the people, and I had Mario on, and he was telling me that yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to do all this green crap, and I said no, you're not. You're going to give the money back to the people. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's where the money needs to go. <clears throat> well, it's only twenty nine dollars. I don't care if it's five cents. Give it back to the people. So anyway, <laughs> he makes a deal with her, and she's supposedly uh, supposedly now going to back him when they 
to decide yeah, to take his a vote. His ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, right. Anna Sandoval, District 7. So she then, uh, when it comes time to vote, she abstains, which brings about a tie, so he loses. So according to the you know media, he chased her down in a hall, you know. <laughs> like, say, chase her. Comes, comes to her. I need to talk to you, you know. And he starts getting on her about, you know, you, you didn't follow through. We had a deal. What's the deal? You didn't follow through on the deal. What's the deal, man? And they go back and forth. And somebody at some point, and I believe it was him, according to the media, said, I'm so glad we didn't have kids together. Oh, God. Oh. And then Ooh. she burst out in tears. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> Damn, dude. Dude. So, anyway. That's hor- That's a horrible freaking thing to Are say to somebody. Crying? Are you crying? <laughs> I'm crying. So, Ron Nirenberg oh, today God. has got. He says he's going to take, or somebody's saying that Ron's going to take some sort of action. What's he going to give him a good spanking? Well, I don't know. I, right. You know, they're all they're they're all losers. First of all, the exception of Clayton Perry. Clayton, you're the only cool dude <laughs> down there, man. Everybody else is what the hell, man? Can you imagine what he's? What, I asked Clayton when he was in here when he brought us the tacos that day, and he sat in here with me for a few minutes. I asked him, I said, "What is that like going down there and sitting among? It's just these idiots and fools, man. What is that like? You know? I mean, witnessing this kind of crap going on." He's probably just like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> well, I mean, what is this real, real wife? What does they call it? Wives of Beverly Hills or some crap? Like, right. is that what this is? Ron, I'm glad we didn't have babies either. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but that, but that, let's, you know, that, they're both liberal pukes, right? But that's that's a horrible thing to say to a, a woman, man. Days you... of our Hispanic lives. <laughs> Elaine. Days of our Hispanic lives. Are you crying? Because did she like respond like, crying? oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. I'm glad we did not have babies together. <laughs> huh? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> well, I, why don't I tell everybody here on the council? Why don't I tell everybody here on the council, Mario, about your small problem? <laughs> Why don't I tell Nuremberg and that dude with the hair about your little guy? Huh? You want to get personal? No. Don't expose me. Glad we didn't have babies together. Yeah, that's is that is that Mexican-y? Is that like a like a like a Hispanic-y type fight? Is that what you're just saying? Uh, What's that? What's she saying? What? What'd you say? She's not saying anything. You can't type it. You have to come in here and say it on the microphone. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. You don't say that. Well, that is a horrible thing to say to an ex. That really is. I'm glad is. we didn't have kids together. Well, yeah, man. I'm I mean, glad we didn't have crap. kids together. Jesus. You know what, Sean? I'm glad you and I never had kids together. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm really glad you and I never had kids together. Oh, you just say that. Don, I'm really glad you and I didn't have kids together. I mean, but that Elaine's right. That is like... Mario, is it Mario? I don't even know the Mario, Mario Bravo. Bravo. Mario, you See, suck for. If you said that, dude, that sucks, man. For, first of all, that can't even be a real name. Mario, Mario Bravo. Bravo. What are you, Zorro? Uh, Mario Bravo. <laughs> That's a Saturday morning cartoon character. Uh, Mario Bravo. I am Mario Bravo here to save the Mexican people Seriously. from their California oppressors. What, what kind of name is that? He made that up. His name is like Mario uh, Bravo. Hector Garza or something is a real name. You know, I'm Mario That's Bravo. Like, my I, my name the, is Dick Steele. You know what he is? He's. You know what he is? He's on a novella at three o'clock he on is, Telemundo. Man. Mario I'm Bravo. Mario Bravo. I thought one of the Brady kids did that. Mario Bravo. Hola, mi amor. I can't tell if it's a guy in a telenovela or like a like a military term, like Mario Bravo, Mario Bravo, landing, landing, landing. Buenas noches, buenos tardes, hey, mi Mario, amor. dude, if, if you said that, I'm not letting this go for the whole damn day. Okay, when I get back on my show at nine, I'm going, dude, that was a low blow, man. 
That's what's a so thing low is. about saying I'm glad we never oh, had come kids on, together. Man. I'm glad to a woman they... you were involved with. Let me tell you oh, something. I don't care if she's a liberal or what. No, man. no. Listen to me. That sucks. I'm glad they never had kids together as well. Well, when we you look at it from the voting them, standpoint, yes, but when I mean, them having kids together, that, that's a crappy. We thing to need say to people a woman. like that to not procreate. Do not that, make that, any no, babies. No, that's a crappy thing to say to your ex romantic partner. What are you saying? It has nothing. He went low. He felt, because wasn't he like walking around going, knives in my back. She shoved a knife in my back. So he what do you went, expect he, from him? He, he went did go low, low, Of man. course he went low. No, I agree with you. He went low. But, you know, okay, and the other side of this, dude, too. Dude, you is, suck, man. Yeah, but she broke out in tears. Well, you know, yes, dude. Come on, put, dude, some, put, dude. put some real pants no, on. No, 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 no. I, now I disagree. Now, Second time this week we I'm, disagreed. I'm, I'm going to cut with you. you. I'm going to cut no, no. You. you. You, If you were involved with somebody. Yeah. Especially to a woman. Yeah. Elaine's absolutely right. And you lay a line like that out there. Yeah. Of course she's going to cry. He knew she would. That's why he said it. That's well, of a horrible freaking thing to say. I'm glad we didn't have kids together. Yes. That sounds, like, that sounds like something that the female would say to the male, though. It sounds like it would be on the other foot, right? Well, if but you, it's, you make but fun it's of your wife it's, like that all the time, I, I no, can imagine your wife saying that to it's you. Different. No, so no, no. glad we didn't have no, children no, together. No, 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 that's not good. But I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's different. It's different when it's different when uh, if you if a woman said that to a man, you say that to a woman. That is a horrible, horrible thing to say. Well, he's he's horrible. Apparently, uh, that's we started that. You know, the whole everybody down there, with the exception of Clayton Perry, they're all right. horrible. Yeah, Clayton's is the lone they all good guy. Yeah, down there. The only thing worse would have been your sister was better. <laughs> see? You see, there is worse things to say than, I'm glad we didn't have kids together. Your sister would have cast a vote. Yeah. <laughs> right. But no, seriously, man. <laughs> your mother would. <laughs> you know what, yeah, Trebek? Yeah, your yeah, mother yeah. would have cast that vote. That's right. <laughs> God. <laughs> what was the one? Uh, I'm sorry, that's low, dude. Well, no, I agree with you. That's it is low. real. I'm not arguing with you. Chambers, I'm man. not arguing with you. I agree with Anna, you. Anna, I'm on your side on this one, okay? I'm just saying they're all that way. Well, they're, they're all horrible people, except for Clayton. And, so, so what's Nuremberg going to do now? And she's not much better, all right? She's well, a I'm whack, say, I, she's a whack job liberal. My wife went to high school with her, I think, so I think I've heard stories. Anyway, apparently very brilliant, very, very intelligent, but liberal as the day is long. So what do you think Ron's going to do? You know, we're going to have a little marriage counseling or a uh-huh. little uh, counsel, uh, colleague counseling I'm thinking here. he's going to take him over to the gym. Uh, Aunt Anna, uh, could you tell Mario exactly, just uh, the three of us, how you feel uh, about what Mario said? I think he's a piece of crap! How dare he say such a thing! Mario? Knives! You know, I mean, it's he's going to do some counseling of some kind. Right, right. Nuremberg right. will do counseling. Quit looking at the drapes. <laughs> Stop looking at the drapes. Talk to me. Talk to me. Quit looking at my muscles. Clayton, Maybe you'll take Clayton, him to the gym. Stop laughing. No laughing, Clayton. What? What a bunch of losers. We've been doing this for 20 minutes, haven't we? But it's, it's true. It, it could go the whole hour, you know. That's, dude, that was low. If he said that, that's like, that sucks. Yeah, man. it's here in the story, man. Gilbert, Gilbert gets nothing wrong. Let's see where it is here. That's no, 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 just freaking awful, man. Bag. Let's see here. I've Hold never on. said such a thing. I've said some horrible things to my exes, but I've never said something like that. Hold on, where is it? Let's see here. Bravo said her actually issue illustrated why they had split up and why he didn't want to have children with her. Oh, you know, that's just no, dude. According to City Hall sources, Bravo said that her action on the issue illustrated why they had split up and why he didn't want to have children with her. I wonder if she was begging for children. 
It doesn't matter, okay? Would, it would doesn't she like, matter. Listen, if we're going to continue this, we're going to have to have some kiddos. It, 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 Los no. Niños. Los Niños. No. Los Niños. It doesn't matter. If you want me to be around. That's a horrible, horrible thing to say to a woman. And then again, Andy Segovia jumped in, and he says, uh, listen, your comments should be directed at the policy, not the staffer. Don't direct it to the other council members. Direct it to the policy, well, please. He felt she had stabbed him in the back, so he thought That's he'd what stab he her back. That's what he said. And he did with his words. Yeah, they both stabbed each other. And that was other. a sucky thing to say, dude. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what they time is it? stabbed each other. we take a break? Do we have to? I, probably. Well, we're way Don't behind, we? but, but I would rather keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We'll take a break. Come right back. More Wearing Rhyming X, KTSA. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? I didn't. 1071. My Facebook memory today. <laughs> what? You know, sometimes our Facebook memories just embarrass the yeah, crap oh yeah, out yeah, of yeah, us, yeah. right? So right. my Facebook memory today. This one doesn't really embarrass me. It's a shot of me at Bucky's. Long time ago. Oh, I love Bucky's. And it says, um, as close to heaven on earth as you're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, I got a thing for convenience stores. Yeah, that's like, I man. worked in them. I love going to them. That's First him. time I walked into a Bucky's, I was like, mm. Yeah, oh, you were panting, behold. salivating. Yeah. It's so beautiful. But you know, here's the deal, man. The mm. one up there in New Braunfels is the only one nearby. Right. And man, right Where you are, yeah. Yeah. And if the traffic is el stupido, <laughs> man, that whole intersection. Now, when Bucky's built there, there was nothing there. And just like they have done, anywhere else they built, everything builds around them. Right. So right. every restaurant, there's a Siana, there's a Whataburger, there's every restaurant, every store up there now and everything. So you can't get to it. You know, mm. take, It'll take you six months by the time you get off the interstate and get through the traffic just to get to Bucky's. So, I love Bucky's, man. It's the Parthenon of convenience stores. Oh, man, it's the best thing in the world. And that started as a family deal over in Louisiana. In Louisiana? I thought it was Texas-born. No, Louisiana, oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. right, isn't family there, there's, deal. there's the South, and then there's Texas, but they're yeah. not the same thing. It was, a little t- it was a little tiny place over there, and a kid went to college, and I read about it in the newspaper, and a kid went to college, and he came back. Yeah, went to A&M. And he came back from A&M and started to work for his dad at the convenience store, <laughs> and he just took it over and blew it up, man. Man, well, they do, they do a hell of a job, yeah. man. Hell of a job. Speaking of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> Nice transition there, Sean. <laughs> Smooth transition. Yeah, as really is. Uh, he was at a university in San Francisco, and uh, he said, uh, I'd be arrogant not to run for president. Yeah. His actual quote is, he either asked about politics, he said, yeah, I'll consider it in the future. I'd be arrogant not to. Absolutely, I would consider it. Uh, if I got into any form of polit- politics, I'd be remiss not to also go in as an artist and a storyteller. Uh, but basically, where's the other part where he says, uh, essentially he's saying he would, he, it wouldn't be because of him. He'd be pulled into it because the people would need him so much yeah. to be there. Yeah. He'd be arrogant not to run. Not that he would be arrogant to run for president. Right. right. It would be arrogant for him not to run for president because we just need him, dude. We well, need Matt in the Oval Office. You remember when he did that little talk there from behind the uh, G- Karine Jean-Pierre podium? Uh, 
Remember all that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a total deal because he was right behind the seal. They got a picture of him behind the seal of the President of the United States now. Just like Gavin Newsom <laughs> went up there. Joe wasn't even there. Joe was right. in Delaware. Gavin Newsom goes up there. They get all this video footage of him walking yes. in and out of that Oval Office and down the portico to the right. ro- Rose Garden and all that so they can make the commercials. Same thing with Newsom, with uh, with McConaughey. They can make a commercial of him right behind well, the podium, man. Matthew, settle down. Dude, yeah, okay, yeah. Just starring in Tropic Thunder or having a you know a bit part in Tropic Thunder yeah. does not uh, give you the expertise to, to be the president. Go back to smoking dope and playing your bongos. Yeah, because Trump at least had run a few companies. Yeah. You know, knew how to deal with people. You're better at bongos and dope. <laughs> bongos and dope. <laughs> These are a few of my favorite things. Say, maybe that'll be the bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> bongos and dope instead of a chicken in every pot. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Bongos and dope for everyone. These high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate uh, group that's going to show you how to invest in real estate, start making money quickly in real estate. It's just, you know, it's one of those deals. How hard do you want to work? And you can make really good money investing in all kinds of real estate. And i got to tell you, with the way the markets are going right now, first of all, the stock market is absolutely nuts right now because of what the uh, Fed is doing with interest rates, right? So the stock market has no clue what it wants to do. Don't ride that train. Get off that train and get into real estate where there are a ton of opportunities right now and more growing every day. To get into real estate and to make really good money at real estate, Lifestyles Unlimited, the real estate uh, mentoring group, going to show you how to do it step-by-step, how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. I I have done the Financial Freedom live stream uh, sessions, and they are fantastic. You'll learn so much about how to do this and how to invest in real estate and make money at real estate. Here's what I want you to do. Go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Use my name as your promo code. That's WARE, (laughs) W-A-R-E. <laughs> wow. Well, anybody watch old TV? <laughs> My mom in Maryland, yeah. a Norwegian chick from Iowa, never missed an episode of Dallas. Really? Every Friday night, my my mom would sit and watch, and then then Knots Landing. Yeah, she loved that show too. One of my first records was called "The Ballad of J.R. Ewing." <laughs> I kid you not. Wow, I got uh, copies of it in my hanging in my office at home. "The Ballad of J.R. Ewing." God, that was right huge. Remember yeah, that? Home? And growing up on the East Coast, Texas to me was like a fort, was like a like a distant planet. Yeah, it was like right? a whole other planet. Right. right, Don. Right. And now here we is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you got to hear this sound, man, oh, okay. <laughs> because yeah. we've we've talked about the 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 man-made energy crisis, right? And the fact that it's done by design and on purpose. And we have we we've also talked about why, you know, and the the end result you're going to hear in this in this video in this in this audio. Um, these are, and this is not like this week their testimony. This was uh, a few months back, but it is the oil company executives testifying before Congress. Mm -hmm. It's like Shell, ExxonMobil, those guys. And what they're talking about is how the Democrats and Joe Biden's people have crimped down on their ability to find new sources of oil, that they're slow-walking contracts and Mm -hmm. permits and all that stuff. And these guys have had, you know, 
basically the Democrats have their hands around the throats of these guys, and that's why 5 $6 a gallon of gasoline came about. That's the reason why, that they did it. And uh, the politicians that the Democrats did. So this is, you're going to hear the first guy is a guy from Shell talking about that. And then Mad Maxine Waters no. reveals, Ugh. calling herself a liberal, this liberal, reveals why they're doing it. Guarantee to the American people because of the inaction of the United States Congress ever increasing prices unless the demand comes down and the five dollars will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, yes, Max. Would be about. Mm hmm basically mm -hmm. taking over and the government running all of your companies oh god there you go there what an idiot. you go well but she's that's what they want that's what they're Haven't doing we've been saying all along they want to own the energy industry in this country Absolutely. that's what this is really all about so when you think about what obamacare was designed to do obamacare was designed for them to take over a sixth of the united states we're talking about the government take over a sixth of the united states economy mm -hmm. by taking over health care exactly if you take over health care then you tell people where they can go to the doctor when they can go to the doctor you're controlling a major part of life but you're also controlling big pharma you're controlling all the other apparatus Right. Of, of medical so that's why they did that that's why they did obamacare so they could take over a major portion of that money it's all money because money is power money's control right. then came energy it was time to get after it with energy it was time to go after the energy companies because why we want to run you guys that's called communism yeah it ain't got nothing to do with saving the planet or any of that happy or, crap or Vladimir Putin. Or Vladimir Putin. No, it's about they want the in energy industry in this country. They want to own it. And I tell you what, when they own it, this electric car crap goes away. She said because then they right. want to charge you $11 a gallon of gas and make the money. She said the quiet part out loud, didn't she? Can we get this, Jimmy? Do you have this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're trying America. to get this thing from the uh, Republicans. Kevin, Kevin McCarthy is introducing their... Their thing now, and right. uh, talking about what their plans are, and you had said you wanted to hear a little bit of this. Oh, so. yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. So this is the commitment to America that he's announcing right now. By the way, the Dow is down another 340 points. It's now under 30K. It's, the Dow is now down to 29,000, and it's, it's been a long time since it's been under 30K. Mm -hmm. So what's happening to the economy right now is uh, sh shaky I, stuff. I, I don't know what he's saying, but I hope it's the, the big three that we're always talking about, right? The economy, immigration, Will, and crime. You know, me. those three are the biggies, man. I and they got to get all ships sailing in the same direction on this. Well, here it is. Uh, we don't have uh, we don't have a hookup for it, but it's basically uh, under the economy that's strong. We're going to stop uh, this runaway spending curb inflation. Uh, going to make the country energy independent. Lower the price of gasoline. Bring back the supply chain from China into America. Then a cu country that's safe. The first thing they're going to do is secure the border, in the catch and release, and stop the fentanyl that's coming across. Saving uh, or uh, hiring 200,000 more police officers and, uh, and and then hold the prosecutors and the DAs across the country letting criminals go. Uh, they're talking about uh, having that transparency. They're going to have a government that's transparent and a future built on freedom. They're going to pass the Parents' Bill of Rights. Parents ought to have a say in their kids' education. 
Uh, they're going to supply the ability to have parental choice, so you can decide where you want your kids to go. Uh, get tax credits, so kids can have scholarships. Uh, government that's accountable, defending the rights from the Second Amendment to the freedom of speech. Uh, and then, of course, investigations. Investigations. That's what they're laying out today. Why don't we know where the origins of COVID started? Why don't we know what happened in Afghanistan when the president listened to the military? What about an attorney general who went after parents and called them terrorists simply because they went to school board meetings? Uh, this is what we're told. Uh, the agent. This is how we're going to hold the agencies accountable. And the last one is making sure Congress works. On the very first day, we're going to remove proxy voting. And then for election law, we have a whole election law bill, et cetera, et cetera. Let me have that. Let me hold on to that because I don't have that. Okay, cool. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, good. I hope they stick to it. There's four points. It's called the contract or the commitment to America. It's like the contract with America that Newt had in 94. Which Uh, changed everything, by the way. Really revitalized the Republican Party. So there, he's announcing it right now. Back in just a minute. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. Hi. 